Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning. Today is February 26th, and so we're going to read Psalm 26. It says, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands are evil devices and whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Who can say they have done this perfectly? Apparently David could and maybe Job. And some can say as far as they know, they've purposed to trust God without wavering. That word means slippering or tottering. The most honestly I can say this is that in my slipping and in my tottering, I've always ended up grasping for him because nothing else has held but him. The next verse says, prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your steadfast love is before my eyes and I walk in your faithfulness. I can't invite the searching and probing gaze of our spotless God unless I maintain in my vision the steadfast, unending love of that same God. Without love in those burning eyes, we would surely be consumed. The next verse says, I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. You know you're changing when things that used to be so comfortable for you cause you discomfort now. When you begin to want prayer and worship and the word as entertainment, and when suddenly everything else seems shallow and useless, save what he is central in. I love this next part. He says, O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. How lovely, David says later in Psalm 84, is your dwelling place. Is it lovely because it has to be? Is heaven appealing because we have to say so? Or is it true that he is the fountain of life, the longing of all nations? Is the place where his glory dwells dripping with sweet goodness? David goes on and he says, Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men in whose hands are evil devices and whose right hands are full of bribes. Have you ever wondered if he really treats his own any differently? Good and bad happen to people who love and follow God and to people who don't. Is there any reward? 
David, perhaps grappling with that fear, pleads, don't sweep my soul away with everyone else. He finishes the psalm, though, with a soul-correcting, lie-silencing boast. We might say he's preaching, as it were, to himself. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. Surely our feet stand on level ground. And after it all, David will bless the Lord in an assembly of those who love God. Hebrews 12, verses 22 through 24 say, But you have come to Mount Zion, into the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, into innumerable angels and festal gathering, into the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, into God, the judge of all, into the spirits of the righteous made perfect, into Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Um, I think what I appreciate the most about Psalms is finding someone who's very honest in the Bible and every scope of human emotion. And I wouldn't say that um, it it appears that David was a very um, like placid person. I think he was he was a lot of things maybe, but I think passionate was definitely one of them. And so I appreciate that when we when we've read these Psalms this past month. It's just given such a scope of human emotion. It gives you the ups and the downs. And um, I, I've been learning recently, just personally, that the Lord is so consistent and he's not afraid of my emotional inconsistency. Um, or when life seems dark and I'm despairing, he's just really confident in his salvation. He's really confident in the fact that he can save me. And so I, I think as we talked in this Psalm, I put it at the very end, that, that passage about being part of the assembly of the firstborn in Hebrews chapter 12. And I love that passage. I mean, I love all of Hebrews 12. It's so good. But the very end, just talking about how what we've inherited, that we get to come to heaven one day. And then it also is this call that we're going to receive a kingdom that isn't shaken, even though everything around us is shaken. And so if you have time today to get into Hebrews 12, I think it'll be encouraging to you too, especially if as we've read these Psalms, they've just kind of been providing language for your own heart, providing language on how to lament before the Lord, how to be confused before the Lord, how to how to end, though, all of that in confidence in who He is. Um, and in, like, like I said in that whole thing, just watching David exhort his own soul, encourage himself. It's teaching us how to do the same thing. So anyway, hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.